Guys, welcome back to another exciting week or a follow-up from the previous week, rather, of news and things that have happened. It's like, two- one, it's like one week after we've talked to you, so a week yeah. has gone by. One week after the other, here we are talking about things that happened a week ago. Um, so, welcome back to the chat. Yeah, Sean has <laughs> this will be a short-winded podcast because if you haven't heard, he's a little ill. He's oh the illest God. in here, as they would say once. I'm dying. <laughs> so um, he's coughing into a barrel. It might be his sorry. burn barrel. I'm not sure. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. That, sorry about that. I just died, and now I'm back. Yeah, he's back. Um, I'm like so, a phoenix, I have arisen. Very nice. Or like morning wood just popped on up. Yep. There he is. Um, how was your week? Was it fantastic? When did you get sick? Is this a recent development? No, my kid's been sick for like weeks, man. And Oh, yeah. Okay. Now we're, you know, whenever he's sick, we go back to this like, let's sleep in dad's bed game, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so he jumps in the bed and then, of course, he lays right in front of my face and Hacks along up the whole night, covering my face in his germs. That's how you get pink eye, dude. Ask me. Ask me how I know. How how do you know? Because I could cough right in my eyeball. Mm. God, man. And the worst part is, it's like you feel bad for him, but also at the same time, you're like, get away from me, you germy little dirty fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Most of the time. Um, So, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, Anything so that's, it's just a couple of days. You know, it, for a while there, I thought it was COVID. Mm-hmm. And then I sat here and I had this conversation with myself, like, should I even bother spending $13 on a test? Like, no. what does that even change anymore? Who even tests anymore? I know. That's what my thought was, was I was like, should I test and let my coworkers know just in case? I mean, we don't even test for AIDS anymore. Why would you test for COVID? Yeah. I mean, they haven't tested me from herpes again since I was 12. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, um, so that, yeah, I did that, and then what else did I do this week? I don't, we, uh, what was, was last Sunday? Last Sunday was not the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> Am I, are we two weeks ahead now? You know, what's funny you say that, because I got lost. I was supposed to do these photos for these people, and um, I did them, but the guy hit me up, was like, hey, any word on those photos, how are they coming along? And I was like, I was like, it's only been a week. I told him two weeks or the next time I'm doing another session with him. And I went look at the calendar. I was like, oh, fuck, it's been two weeks. <laughs> like, man, this year, like since geez, it's almost February's almost over, man. It is flown yeah. by, huh? Yeah, that and, you know, I've been constant ailments in my family since the beginning of the year and stuff. So you're you sick? <laughs> no, I think I'm good now. I think I'm you all right. Look at- yeah. I fucking hurt my neck, man, this morning. Uh, I mean, you got to be careful when you wake up and do that first thing in the morning. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I was just You're stretching. You're an old man. I have this reoccurring little thing going on. and then, But sometimes it really gets fucked up, so I'm just kind of holding out. I got Maybe go get gotta, acupuncture. Yeah, I got a geriatric uh, oh icy my hot gosh. patch on my neck right now. Oh, the Bengay smell is alive and well in your home. Yeah, it's... It's flourishing. Wow. Um, <laughs> Boy, that's how you know you're getting old. Yeah. You know how you know you're getting old when you go to the, not only when you wear one of those, but it really hits you 
when you go and there's like a young kid working there and you ask them like, do you have Icy Hot or been gay? And they look at you like they have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Everyone's been gay, bro. That's their response. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> okay. Oh my anyway. God, you just brought me back to elementary school. Okay. I- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's hit it. Um, let's talk about a few things going on. We'll start with um, something a little lighthearted. The moon landing? Oh, yeah. You want to bring that up? No, let's not start there. Let's build our way up. (laughs) All right, cool. Man sues Powerball lottery after being told $340 million win was a mistake. What? How does that happen? Despite his numbers matching the lottery's website last year, a Powerball player asserts that he was denied a life-altering $340 million jackpot, which the company alleges was a mistake. What Um, do they mean it was a mistake? Did she grab the wrong balls? That's happened to me a time or two. Yeah. um, John Cheeks purchased a Powerball ticket on January 6, 2023 when the jackpot was Yeah, Johnny Cheeks. He sounds like a gangster. Yeah, or a porn porn star. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, when the uh, jackpot reached $340 million as per a complaint filed last November using family birth dates, he selected the ticket's numbers. Despite missing the live drawing on January 7th, he didn't rush to check his numbers due to his slim odds of winning. However, upon checking the website, he found that the numbers differed from those drawn live. When he attempted to redeem the ticket at a licensed retailer on January 10th, none of his numbers matched. He then visited the D.C. office of Lottery and Gaming Prize Center where he was informed once more that he was not the winner. Okay, wait. So they posted the wrong numbers on their website. Okay. Which were, which Have, the no, what's that? So were those the ones that were those the ones that were drawn? His numbers were not drawn. However, they posted the wrong ones on the website. So what the fuck is he arguing about? His numbers well, didn't get drawn. Emotional damage, bro. He goes on the website and sees that he won. He thinks he won and then goes to redeem it. And uh, they're like, we're sorry. This this is a winning ticket. He's not going to see shit. He could. He might be able to win emotional damage award money. Not $340 million, but maybe they'll you know, have to give him a couple hundred grand or something. Oh, my God. This is I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Well, I mean... There's a lot of nonsense lawsuits that happen, but think think yeah. about what would happen to your brain if you thought you won $340 million. Yeah, but that's not the numbers that were drawn. But you wouldn't know that. You checked your numbers online and it said that, hey, these numbers were good and your numbers match. So he just so randomly happened to go to the website, see that it was his numbers drawn. Just so randomly. That's where you go to check your fucking numbers, bro. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is okay. wrong with you? He just so randomly. No, it's not a conspiracy. He had a ticket. He goes, hey, I didn't catch the live event. I'm going to go look online. Oh, shit, I won. So they posted the wrong numbers and they were up for days? Bro, sounds like it. Okay. I don't know how that happens, but like I could understand if, oh, he ran in there real quick, looked at them, and then it was the wrong, his numbers, and then he goes and refreshes the page and it's fixed. But if they were up for like a couple of days is the wrong number. We're yeah, talking about he purchased um, 
the live drawing happening on January 7th. He uh, he didn't rush to check his numbers. Uh, however, upon checking the website, he found that the numbers differed from those live drawn. So I don't know what day he checked it, but somewhere between January 7th and January 10th when he went to the uh, licensed retailer to redeem his ticket. So if it was up with the wrong numbers for like days, then I, uh, I guess I understand that. But if it was like he just went there, it was a glitch, he refreshed the page and the numbers changed. He was like, oh my gosh, for a second, I thought I won. Uh, I think yeah. we're talking about a different thing. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just brought that up. I thought it would be. I just uh, don't understand. I really don't understand with something as fucking important as the lottery where we're talking about 340. Yeah. Like, where's your IT guy? Is that like Bill in the back with his fucking tablet? And he's like, guys, I got this. And he just clicks a bunch of numbers and puts it in. Right. I don't know. I, I'm not sure how that works. I, I never understand the lottery and the amount of money goes into it and how little oversight there seems to be with this shit. Because there's always like, oh, it was an error. Oh, it was a it was a glitch in the system. It was a glitch in the matrix. Whenever right. like these big payouts come. It's the same fucking thing with slots. I read an article a couple weeks back. Or we talked about it. Did we talk about it maybe here? Mm. We did. We talked about it in the potty a few months back. About the lady who won the jackpot. And like her screen came up and it said you won. And then they came over and they're like, oh, it was a glitch in the machine. You get nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I no yeah. I think she was suing the casino. Uh, whatever. We, we don't have to go back. It's months back. Okay. Listen to all our episodes. Did you hear about the um, AT&T outage this week, this last week? I did. And I heard that there was like a whole bunch of people like, see, this is the problem with being a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I don't think. Wait. I was. Just, I think. I go think, ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, I get, I follow like Reddit and Telegram channels of like. Okay. Well, that's probably your biggest problem in being a okay, conspiracy whatever. theorist. Listen, listen, we have to hide out underground. Um, yeah. That's where you should stay. <laughs> I am a, I look like a troll. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like how you say yet yeah, real quick and then that's where we leave it. Okay. Uh, but what I was going to say is all those, like all the forums are fall are with like, it's the deep state seeing if they could shut off our communications at a whim. Like they have a kill switch and then we all lost cell phone signal. No MF. If you do a little bit of research, you'll see there was a giant like solar storm going on with the sun. And there was massive solar flares, which are known to have the same effect as fucking EMPs. It's science, folks. It's not a conspiracy. There's no kill switch to just shut off your internet. They would have to shut off. It's funny all how you can be a conspiracy the theorist in one sentence and the next just totally debunk one. What? Well, I'm not a cons. I'm not. I'm not thinking that the government shut off our cell phones. I, I'm a smart man. Like I do a little okay. bit of research. You said something last week that when I was listening to our podcast, I was like, "Huh, okay." What? And I caught it at the time, but I just didn't say anything. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> you are so You're like, shit." You were talking about how the NFL couldn't be a conspiracy because of all the thousands of people involved to have to pull that off. When yeah, the moon landing couldn't be a conspiracy because of all the thousands of people that would have to be involved to pull that off. But anyway, so that's, I, uh, I'm just gonna no, I'm just gonna I'm just cutting no, over. That's it. No, that was our discussion. No, no, no okay. I have to defend. I have to defend my comment. Okay, 
how easy is it to just pipe some footage in and tell all the people that are working, yeah, this is a live stream from the moon. Okay, so yeah, they, this just, is video they had the most complex the shit and they did it 11 or 12 times and, you know, no big deal. Hey, oh, so, well, we, are we going to fucking go there? Are we already zooming into <laughs> this 11 or 12 shit? times, they just, they just oh they my God. somehow performed it flawlessly. It's a miracle. Hey, okay. hey how, about, so, how about the two fucking probes that have a 0% success rate? That's all I got to say. Right. 100% welcome, right. Odysseus. Welcome to, I don't, welcome to I don't, the I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. On your fucking you. Whoa, side, whoa. you stupid piece Retard of your lander. anger. Retard your anger. Okay. How cool so, is it that as taxpayers, we paid for all that shit? Anyway, so uh, where I was headed with this is you had an explanation for the AT&T outage. 12 fucking minutes. You, 12 minutes in, you already got me fucking heated. This is a new record. <laughs> so, so the AT&T outage, right? The day of the outage, apparently, a lot, I, you know what? I have an AT&T phone and I actually did not see an outage. So I don't know what the deal was. But anyway, I saw it on the news, blah, blah, blah. Not suspect. You know, my only thought, first and only thought was, oh, this must be some kind of cyber attack. I read an article that quickly refuted that fact and said, uh, you know, whatever they found the issue, they're fixing it. Everything's restored. Everything's good. Not supposed attack. The very next day, the FBI is investigating the AT&T service outage as possible cyber attack. And to your comment about a solar flare, that would make all cell phones have the same issue. It was only AT&T. That's not true. That is true. It was outage affecting multiple carriers. Negative. Okay, Cell service for thousands of Americans, including AT&T customers, was restored after a widespread network outage on Thursday. The disruption, disruptions affected calls, texts, and internet access on mobile phones, prompting concerns about contact emergency services. The FBI, DHS, that's Department of Homeland Security, which we know how much they do, and FCC are investigating the outages, with AT&T reporting no signs of cybersecurity incident, while AT&T experienced the most significant outages, Verizon and T-Mobile also reported disruptions, albeit on a smaller scale. Wow. So it must have been a cyber attack on all three at the exact same time, and it just hit AT&T harder than it hit Verizon and T-Mobile. Yeah, or maybe it just on certain infrastructure more, things. Yeah, there you go. Or it couldn't be the fact that certain infrastructure was exposed to solar flares that caused certain towers that are more dense, like AT&T towers, to be more affected than Verizon and T-Mobile who just steal other people's towers. Oh, well, thank you for letting me know. Yeah. Welcome to the cellular age. I appreciate that information. I, uh, If they come out, I swear to God. You know they're going to. It was a fucking test. If they come out and test. say it was Russia, or they come out and say it was North Korea, or they somehow come out and say it was like China had a balloon, I'm yeah. done with this country. Okay. Anyway, just wanted to bring up that little fancy feast. Congratulations. Uh, specifically because I saw an article that says no cyber attack security uh, is thought to be the issue. And in my mind, I was like, that's bullshit. And you already know it. Um, and to your statements, I will say. Now. Me. And to your statements, I will say if it was a uh, solar flare of any kind, they would be able to identify that very quickly. There wouldn't be any I discussion mean, they did. about this at all. No, but okay, uh, well, here it is. It's right in front of me, so go fuck yourself. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, we just, we have science. I'm sorry. That are I, didn't know, I didn't know you were reporting the news now. Is this a thing? Oh, no. I, I mean, I just cover the science <laughs> side of things. 
I was like, wait a second. When is, when is Sean looking at news ready to report on it? Hey, it's Florida social. World. Have you seen Florida, the Florida social media bill? No. They are looking to ban. Specifically, uh, it would block children under 16 from having social media accounts. Good. Um, I'm all for it. They have no reason says, to be on there except DeSantis, to be child trafficked. DeSantis says that over the weekend he will be wrestling with whether or not to sign the bill into law. There are some states that have it into law. Um, let's see. Utah, Arkansas, uh, Arkansas, Texas, and Ohio currently have laws that require minors to get parental consent before making a social media account. Why, why when all this stuff happens, like these, like social, like these weird laws, why are the first states to always adopt it? The stereotypical, like backwoods states. Like they're the biggest conspiracy theorists. But you never hear about like, Oh, California is thinking maybe it's a bad thing for kids to have social media accounts or New York or, California is the exact opposite of I know uh, of protect the children. They're like, oh, they have freedoms and rights, and we don't want to impose on that. So we're going to eliminate the rights of everyone else to make them able to be transgender and this and that. In other news, the FDA has authorized a medication to treat milk, egg, and nut allergies. Oh, so that's a that last one's a good one. Yeah. Your wife will be happy. So, um, let's see. The medica- medication meant for regular intake every few weeks aims to lower the risk of reactions gradually, according to the Associated Press. It's uh, priced at $2,900 monthly for children and $5,000 monthly for adults with potential insurance coverage to mitigate costs. Potential. So, Hey, good news. You can just pay go- sixty grand a year to be uh, nut and allergy-free. I uh, wait. I I, just said I feel like free. Where okay. I mean, that's it's cheaper <laughs> than that. Um, Go ahead. I I feel like first off, I want to say I can't believe it took that long. Right? Like, how did it take till the year twenty twenty four for something to come up with something that we've been dealing with for a very long time? But the second point is, why are all these drugs? Like that are being developed and sold as helping people, like for example, that Ozempic shit, um, and now this. Like, why are these drugs coming out and being like, "Hey, we got this cool drug that can help you with whatever," but none of your insurances are going to cover it because if they do that, then why would you keep going to them? Uh, and uh, like in my mind, it's like I I feel like we're playing this game where healthcare doesn't want to help you. Like, why Why would you want some morbidly obese person to get some drug injection that makes them lose weight when they're fucking paying probably four people's salary with all the ramifications from their obesity? You know, like having to go right. in all the time for all the shit. So it's like this same shit. It's like, so why not cover this and then focus medicine on something that actually matters? Instead, you're going to make me like still have to wait at the hospital for obese Betty who's coming in for gangrene and her left foot that she hasn't seen in four years again. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is another quite very deep subject. I don't know if you want to broach, but um, the answer is money at the end of the day. Yes. 
Um, I don't think it's quite what you illustrated, but it is similar and um, it basically comes down to socialism and or capitalism. Yeah. Um, well, no shit. Like we want to. But, but it is a fucking joke. Like, so it's priced at $2,900 monthly for children and 5000 monthly for adults. Right. Yep. <clears throat> here's the whole sh- it's 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 so fucked up and here's the problem right so you got a socialist environment that says healthcare should be provided at at no cost quote unquote however it just means that your tax dollars are going to shoot way the fuck up because they're going to cover everyone for everything right okay and on the other side in the capitalist environment you have <clears throat> pharmaceutical companies that create they're driven to create and patent medications to help people sometimes, um, all for, to make a buck, to make the money, right? Uh Uh-huh. So that's what drives them. So in, in, in the middle, so if you're in a socialist environment where there's no drive because they can't do these types of things, they can't make the same money. So the innovation's lower, right? It's like, oh, we're going to rely on the government to innovate these things now, which sometimes governments do have good outcomes, but by and large, the driving force of the pharmaceutical industry is, driven by private companies and capitalism. Um, and in, in the middle of all that, since we don't have a completely socialist government, um, you have the like, insurance uh, that's, companies. That's a loose statement, but go ahead. Well, we don't because we have private sh- insurance companies still. We have insurance companies that say, well, you're going to charge me five grand, but I'm only going to pay you 800 for it. Uh-huh. If they didn't exist at all and it was just a cash price, it'd probably be a $300 a month fucking cost. Yep. That's ultimately what it comes down to. Uh, so it's just like a trifecta of there's no, there's no fucking angel in any of this. There's socialism, there's capitalism, and there's the insurance companies. They're, all three of them are fucked. So, so I guess let me, uh, let me ask something then. Yeah. With all that shit in mind that I, I give you the example of the epi bro. I don't know if you remember that story, but that dude who bought the company that makes the EpiPens mm-hmm. and then he raised the price like 700%. And there people were fucking up in arms about that. Like, oh, now insurance isn't going to cover it and all this stuff. He got like, I I think he ended up like getting taken out by the F like the SEC or the FEC, FCC or somebody FDA like to where he's now in jail, right? He, I guess he did a bunch of other stuff, but he was like targeted for buying a company and raising the price of the stuff so that it would make money. Right. How is that any fucking different? Like, because people were used to paying a price for a long time and then somebody else bought it. That's like, that's fucking capitalism. If you're the supply and demand, raise your fucking price and people have to pay it. Right. I, I guess I just don't understand how like, it's like, Oh, weight loss oh like this stupid shit allergy like uh milk allergies and stuff like that we're okay with that being exorbitant enough to where the general public can't do it but don't you fucking touch epipens because all the poor people depend on that like it's just a it's counterintuitive even in its own system yeah and then you have like these companies that somehow get right i mean i don't want to take it here but you get companies that somehow get to skip the line uh, looking at you, Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, who there's like a rigorous process that's supposed to take years and years and years 
for stuff to be tested and there's a whole rigorous thing to go through, but COVID hits and all of a sudden we fast track all that shit and it's like, well, let's skip that phase. Let's skip that. Let's skip that. And let's just go. And now they have some Pfizer has some COVID pill. I forgot the name of it now. Paxlovid or some shit like that. Um, that they're selling as the thing for people who have COVID that went through this skipped process. So why are we not making them go back now and being like, Hey guys, like the emergency or whatever we did to skip all this stuff is over. Let's go back and go through the right process. They're like, Nope, you got the head of the line pass. You just keep pumping the shit out and you don't have to pay attention to any of that. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Whatever. It's just, it just shows that it's like, even just coming in the from systems, the mouth of a Reddit user. I question everything you say. Fuck you. This, it just goes to show that even in that own system that you just described, they're willing to make exceptions in cases. But then in the shit that really matters, like I, I fucking hope and pray they never find a cure for cancer because nobody like from our social status is ever going to see that. You know, when that shit comes out, it's going to be like, Oh yeah, that's $10,000 a week for the thing to keep you from getting cancer. And guess what? Your insurance isn't going to cover it because they want you to go through chemo and all that other fucked up shit. Hmm. Okay. The sound. Can we come back to reality now? Welcome back to reality. Okay. I'll just uh, move on here. We just pretend like we didn't hear that. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about a brutal firing. Ooh, squad. Brew tall. B-R-E-W-T-A-L. Brutal firing. A Japanese high school principal lost his job and teaching license after a convenience store worker caught him selecting a large coffee from a self-service machine despite paying for a regular size cup. So this guy, I'll have a regular, pays for a regular, and then gets a large. How fucking dare he? Does he know that's two yen more? Because of the dismissal? The 59-year-old principal won't receive his retirement pay estimated at $133,000 a year, and he could have re- retired in just two years. Um, can we get some of those laws up in Oregon? The principal admitted to upsizing his coffee multiple times. He said he acted impulsively and that he was truly sorry. The distracted board called the punishment appropriate for the repeated offense. This is fucking like this is it's a joke, right? So a guy lost his entire life savings, essentially his retirement plan and his current job because he was how much? Look this up. Go Google me. Google me. How much is a cup of coffee in Japan? Uh, so this is saying four hundred to six hundred yen. So let's say six hundred yen to USD. Three ninety nine USD at the high end, so four bucks. So maybe it might have been a dollar difference. Maybe ultimately between his upsize. Yep, maybe, and even so that but, I bet is a stretch because if you go to like a gas station here, it's like two forty for a, sm- a medium, two seventy nine for a large. So I do. It says one hundred and thirty three thousand dollars specifically. So I'm assuming that they are talking about. The U.S. dollar equivalent in yen is how much he took, or how much he lost. This is how much his retirement would have been per 133, year. One hundred thirty-three thousand per year. Yeah. 
Woo! Question. Did the place that he went to at least feel bad enough that they're giving him free coffee for life? Oh, my God. I know. Like, Jesus Christ, you couldn't have just told the guy, hey, motherfucker, I see you over there. If you do that again, I'm turning you in. I, I, Japan doesn't fuck around either in a lot of stuff. How you know, many, it's all about like, pride and stuff. What other shit do they have going on in Japan that, like, this is what they can divert research? You know, there was a whole task force on this shit, and they're staking out the coffee shop, and they're like, yeah, Roger, he paid for a regular. Here he goes. Up large. Got him. Like what the? I wonder fuck? if they can. I, I like it's such a it's such a thing because I th- I think there's a lot of pride in Japanese culture. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you don't do shit like that. That's shameful. Yeah. So to do stuff is, like that is like super duper shameful. I mean, it's wrong, but I like I think it's like elevated to another another fucking level. So like at the same time, I'm like a convenience store worker caught him. So like, it was did that person feel like they were the the hero of the hero. day? Oh yeah, yeah. They are maybe, maybe they are now getting his retirement fund. The question: If it's anything like the U.S., do you think that all of their gas stations are run by like people from the Middle East? And do you think that those <laughs> people? <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that not true? It is. It's very stereotypical and very true. I know uh, I, there's several gas stations I go to that are specifically owned by people from the Middle East. Even up here, all in, actually, in Oregon, you know there's you know, so many owned by people in the Middle East. Yeah. Uh, what I will compliment them on is, I don't know about what you're seeing up there, but they're super duper nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the nicest people, except when they're on the phone. Boy, oh boy, when they're on the phone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't bother know, me. Yeah, I wonder if it's like that. I don't know if it's like the Arabic language in general or like yeah. the tonality that you use. But every time they're on the phone, I'm like, oh my fucking God, is something going down right now? Yeah. Because they're like loud, they're elevated, they're like yelling in the phone. And then they turn and they're like, that's $5. Like, yeah. holy, f- okay, gotcha, here's five bucks, I'm out. <laughs> um yeah. yeah, I don't know. They're, um, they're the anyway. coolest people. I mean, uh, that's the thing. You go into one of those gas stations compared to one like up here, like, oh, some of them, it's high schoolers working inside and like the people who probably just left the penitentiary are, because we still have Oregon voted for now we can pump our own gas. Yeah. But the way that Oregon is dealing with it is like half the pumps in most places are self-serve and then the other half is like full service. Yeah. Those full services are pumped by like, are manned by like people who look like they just Convicts. rolled out of jail this morning. Yeah. So, um, so wait a second. So now, like the gas stations still have to employ those people. Yeah. Yep. Because they didn't, they didn't, couldn't lose all those jobs. So. That's right. Yeah, they couldn't. Um, yeah. They couldn't just across the board cut all these people and say like, hey, go get a real job. Because no, they, they would still be have to convicts again. <laughs> yeah, and then the problem, then the problem that like frustrates me is it's like i pulled up i pull up to self-serve pumps and these people still come over to me and i'm like if i wanted you to fucking talk to me if i wanted you to pump my gas i would pull over there like don't make yourself relevant by continuing to pump my gas but i digress the point i'm saying is that if you go to one of those run by like high schoolers and convicts they could give a fuck less you know, you like you have an issue or something, and they're like, "I don't know what to fucking tell you, man." Well, I think the uh, I don't know if it's actually because they're like Middle Eastern. I think the difference might be is probably that it's family owned. They're yeah, all right. invested into the gas station. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, they're super nice. Um, I go to one gas station here in town. Uh, it's like a gas station mini mart, and literally right off to the side is like a shanty house. 
So this like family lives in a little house right next to their store and gas station. I, and that when I, the door has been open, when I've gone there, that is full of kids. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the house. It's like a it's fucking all, kid mill. They're just pumping yeah. them out. And well, no, them. It's, I think there's a lot of families that just live there, but you know, right. I mean, whatever to each their own. Uh, yeah. I mean, imagine if all your kids lived in your house. God, get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> <You're my asshole. laughs> I'm spread oh, across the U.S., baby. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's a fan club, actually. You can join it. Yeah. Sean's Kids. Sean'sKids.com. Yeah, Check them yeah, out. Not, not to be confused with other websites. Um, That's not to be confused with Jerry's Kids. Yeah, and not to be confused with me raising a goat farm uh, because I do not, in fact, have a goat farm. So, okay. Survey declares Disneyland the biggest ripoff tourist attraction in California. Got who is that a big? Is that a big surprise? Yeah, who could have known? You mean ten dollar churros? That you mean to tell me they don't? They're so fucking good though. They're so yeah, but it's just fucking flour and cinnamon sugar. Shut the fuck up! (laughs) My God, shut up. Wait a minute. I will say. You mean listen, to tell me that listen. Mickey Mouse plush figure that you paid forty dollars for isn't worth that much? Excuse me. Disneyland is a fucking ripoff, but I will say they have the best fucking churro I've ever had. I don't know what's there. I don't know what's in it, but um, it might be crack cocaine. Okay, it's that special sauce. Yeah, at the price it's they're charging, Mickey there might be sauce. drugs in it. A recent survey conducted by Casino.org reveals that. Oh, good. The, 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 the interesting. Yeah, there we go. The, the interesting thing. Yeah, the really interesting thing is this included like a survey included casinos. Yeah, and yeah, Disneyland that, was still a bigger ripoff. And I don't. Like, <laughs> that's fucking funny to me. I'm so glad that a casino did a deep dive on the biggest ripoff. Not a casino. Casino.org. Okay, right? whatever. It's an organization to deal with casinos. Reveals that Disneyland is considered the top tourist attraction ripoff by Californians. The sentiment is echoed nationally with Disney parks, including Disney World, voted as the biggest swindle by 60% of respondents. Yeah, but that, served- how many people have know about Disneyland compared to like it, how there's not many casinos in California. They're all on Indian reservations. There's a lot of casinos in California, dude. They're on reses. There's a lot of Indian res. Do you need me to? Okay, I'll clarify this for you. There's a lot of Indian reservations in California. That's okay. Go ahead. The survey based on Google Trends and TripAdvisor data. There you go. Uh, pulled 5,000 participants across the U.S. to gauge perceptions of value for various attractions. Disneyland's standard theme park tickets started at $140 per day with additional expenses such as food, transportation, and souvenirs. Parking. On, on average, guests spend $70 on food and $35 on parking vouchers per day. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Well, Disney merchandise costs can uh, quickly add up. Long wait and time. I bet- okay, this is for a discussion in itself. So let's just talk about the expense of going to Disneyland. I don't fucking understand it. Like, it's nope. cool. It's a cool place. Um, pre To go as an adult without kids. Yeah. That is fucking weird in itself, I'll add. Um, what? Adults going? Yeah. Get out without of here. Without kids. People that, that. Yeah, I'm going without have, kids. You have a mental disorder. You have a mental disorder. I'm fucking oh over God. right now. And you have a mental <laughs> disorder. Okay, going to Disneyland without kids is fucking weird, dude. Okay. What? Why? Because you want to enjoy yourself? You don't want to hate your life? You don't Why want to leave somewhere Why would you go there when you can go to like, uh, you know, any kind of entertainment adventure place made for adults? Uh. Well, because I want to go to Disneyland and not have to stand in a two-hour fucking And relive fucking your fucked line. up childhood? 
No, because I want to go to Disneyland and not stand in a two-hour line and the whole time hear my kid cry about the line. Okay, thank you for saying that. So that brought up my next point. Why the fuck are you going to pay a minimum of $104 just to get in the place, not to mention $35 for parking? And 70 for s- eating on the low end, I bet. Yeah, that's a, that might be per plate. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Per person, I would, I would assume. Um, and then after you paid $104 to get in here, Basically, be told, oh, well, if you want to not wait in lines, it's going to cost you another, I don't know, how much is how much is the fucking line pass? I don't know, I, because I've never even approached that topic, because I can't even, uh, I can begin to afford the line skip pass. Okay, sir, you're going to pay us $104 to get in. Oh, yeah. So I got to wait in line now? Well, yeah. Oh, if you don't want to wait in line, we can shorten the line by 20 or 30 minutes if you want to pay for this extra pass. Yeah, I... I'll tell you what. So when I when uh, I had a work conference at at Disney World Hotel in Florida, and everybody was talking about, oh yeah, let's go to Disney World, let's go do all this shit. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. Like I'm not gonna do Disney World for your reason. I felt like in Disney World, you're walking around with a bunch of kids. To like, I mean, what am I gonna do? Walk up there, a kids taking a picture with Mickey, and be like, move out of the way, you little fuck. I want my picture with Mickey. Um, yeah. so I didn't do that. I went to Universal Studios. Um, Excellent choice. Yeah. and The adult move. Yeah. And I went and I got the pass. Yeah. I mean, I I got uh, the ticket inside. I have to tell you, every one of those entitled little fucks, because they, in Universal Studios, they have like the normal people line and they have the head pass line. And I will be damned if when I went there, because the big thing when I was there was the Harry Potter rides. Because Harry Potter World or whatever just opened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will be damned if while I was waiting in line, I didn't see the same group of two kids three fucking times run by in the super fast line that had no weight uh, in the amount of time that it took me to get up there one time to ride the ride. And see, let me tell you, this is the problem. Like, how come no one stops and fucking pickets at Disneyland saying, what the fuck do you mean you're going to charge us $104 in here and we can pay more? It's accepted that, oh, the solution is, the company says the solution is, we'll just go ahead and charge you more if you don't want to wait in a line. Because they're, we're, they're, it's the plebs. It's the people like myself who can't do that shit. All the people willingly pay all that and they don't experience it. You know what I mean? Like it's so ingrained now. Well, well yep, if all I'm the plebs there, banded and together buy, and said, "That's right, nope, but we nope, won't. We ain't going." We Disney won't. Disney would be and, like, "Uh, okay, we'll fix it." And to your point, capitalism, socialism, all of those things are in play here too. It's like, oh, I, I just need to remind you that even though we're at the same theme park, I'm, I'm still better than you. Yeah. Because I get a fast pass. Let alone, you talk about. I know there's a whole lot of like off the record shit like at Disneyland, but one of the things I know is there's certain places where normal people can't go. It's only like the super wealthy that can go in like the hidden rooms and the oh, secret I've rooms. There. I've been there. Um, Club 33. Yeah. Ooh. Like all this shit that these people can do. And like the passes that they give to those people where it's like they get a side door open, like to the front of the fucking line at those places because you're Taylor Swift or you're somebody else. And they want it. It's great for them because then they take a photo. 
Taylor Swift fucking loving Disneyland. Why is nobody up in arms about that fact? I, I equate that to this story. So here's, here's a, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but I just want to oh digress a little bit here. here. There was an article that Mark came out. Words, worst episode in history. Go ahead. No, there was an article that came out about this Billie Eilish. It came yeah. out like last week. There was like last week was like the people's choice awards or the team choice awards or some shit. And they invited a bunch of like YouTube or a uh, TikTok stars, like social media personalities to come to this. And Billie Eilish was caught like on audio saying like, why did they let those people in here? Like, why are those people in here like they're us was essentially the takeaway from it. The YouTube people? Yeah, the, like the social media stars. Like, so Billie Eilish was essentially saying like, they're stars, but they're not like us stars. Yeah. Um, and Get those so, plebs out of here. Yeah, so you had a lot of people that were coming out like, well, what the fuck? Like, they're working harder than you are. Like, they have to post videos every day. They have to do all this shit. They have to do all this stuff. Like, so you're saying that they worked hard and got here and you depended on those same fucking people to get where you are? Because when you were making videos and shit, TikTok videos were being made using your sounds. Like, they're what made you famous. How quickly we, like, fucking forget those people, you know? So it's the same shit with the Disneyland where it's like, yeah, you get head of the line, you get these fast passes, you get all this shit. But yet again, we forget that it's like if there wasn't us $104 paying just to get in the park, they couldn't support that shit. Oh, yeah. Like, if just the fast passers went to Disneyland, do you think that they could fucking survive and pay that infrastructure? If Disney World and DeSantis has showed us anything, it's that they're entirely dependent on the community around them. <laughs> Everything's just struckered. And you know what's funny? You know what's super duper funny about this? Billy Eilish and the like are always the ones to be like in, in public. Oh, we need more democracy. Yeah, we yeah. To rely on government assistance to help those and this and that. And in the back screen, fuck those people. Don't get them. Don't let them near me. I don't want that shit in my neighborhood. Exactly. Let alone like how we see this fucking trend <laughs> everywhere. I'll throw you another prime example. They're called, the, they're, they're called the elites. Look, Go yeah. And let me I'll and I'll give you another prime example. Let me just change one word. Yeah. Illegal migrants. Oh, it's what? the same shit. Like, bring them here, put them in towns, put them in places. Then you have, like, Texas who's dropping them off in, like, Martha's Vineyard. And they're yeah. like, wait a fucking minute. Yeah. Not here. No, people, like, all over, especially, like, in Chicago or shit, or, like, uh, a lot of African Americans are getting fucking heated now because they're being displaced. Yep. Their social programs are being taken over so they can house illegal migrants. And they're like, yep. what the fuck? Yeah, I just, I don't know what state it was, but was it, it wasn't, it, it was some one of those states that was about to give a thousand dollars a month to every illegal migrant, like to help them get on their feet. Uh, it was a huge news story. I, I'm only talking probably New York, it. but go ahead. But it was like, they were going to take that out of taxpayer money to give migrants a thousand dollars a month, illegal wow. migrants. And yeah. it was like. Uh, uh, what? Like all these low income communities have been fighting for this shit forever. Like, please don't put us in shitty housing projects. Like, please give us a little bit of money to make it through. 
and then they fight for like two and three hundred dollars a month in food stamps. And then you have a bunch of illegal migrants coming in and it's like, you know, what we should do pay every single one of them a thousand dollars so that when they come over with like their 18 family members, they're making like eighteen thousand dollars a month in taxpayer money. Yeah. It, it's just so like so fucking flipped. And I, I don't want to go off on the rails, so I'll just limit it to this. These targeted do it at your own discretion. But the areas getting pumped with migrants, it's a lot of these now like purple states. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. I will just say when you come in these places and you got one of the parties, it's like, we're going to give you $1,000 a month. And you got another party that's like, you're on your fucking own. Who are you going to vote for? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, they're not allowed to vote in national elections. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, shit. Here we go. Oh, okay. Let me tell you something. In your own mind, if they can just rig the election, why the fuck would they need to even bother getting extra? Are you seriously going to sit here and tell me that you did not follow those news stories where they found whole fucking ballot boxes dumped in rivers? Are you really going to deny that? You're welcome. Oh, my God. You're I rest right my now. case, Your Honor. You just tried to make the case that they're bringing in illegals so they can get extra votes when the illegals can't vote. So they can get citizenship vote, and turn into Democrats. Yes. By your own account, they just rigged it and falsified votes. So why the fuck would they need more people to falsify votes? They could just falsify the votes. They're replacing the falsification with people, you fuck. No, they don't need they're to. They're getting called out on the falsification of the elections. They're finding ballots dumped in fucking rivers. Uh-huh. So that's not going to work anymore. Send me, send me so an what article. Do we do? Okay, send me an right, article. I will. Not, I will. not from Reddit. I will. I want I will. it within after ten minutes podcast. after the ending of this podcast. Okay. okay. All right, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not from Reddit, like I said. Should we finish hey, with the fucking moon landing? No, we're not going to talk about the moon landing. Like, no, there will never be a finish to the moon landing. I seriously, we have to report to the people that yes, the U.S. in a historic. Question mark first landed <laughs> landed a probe lander on the moon. Question mark. Which abruptly fucking fell over. Hey. And you know, some, some people part, just can't stay upright. And the best part. So you on these same forums that I'm reading, and you can Google this. This is up there. There's a whole bunch of people that were like, oh. The area they landed in should have been able to capture on camera some remnants of the previous lunar missions as it's coming into the moon. Google this shit, conspiracy theorists. They turned off the camera on the lander on its descent to the moon. So anywhere outside of those pictures far up, down to where it landed, they turned off the camera. I'll I'll rest my case on if they left the camera on and there was visuals of it happening. I the would same doubt people, my conspiracy theorists. The my same theory. no, the same people would go, oh well, this is fake. This is fake. they this is just have. a fake image that they projected so that way we could have. see it. Yeah, I would not have. If they came in with a lander and they in live stream, they like landed they were doing, it in someone's basement with the same setup from oh my God, fifty no. years ago. Uh, 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 all I gotta say is, way to go, Japan and China, uh, Japan and the U.S. You're 
really showing. A thousand. Somehow they've managed to just do this the whole time. A thousand percent. Okay, moving on to something oh, just as infuriating. What'd you call me? Yeah, O2. Okay. That's uh, the score, folks. We're keeping score here. O and two. That's the score of for Mooner the Moon that versus means oxygen. The is that is that your way to say oxygen and it actually happened on planet Earth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so See, uh, messages. I'm part of the yeah, Illuminati. Illuminati. Hey, so um not all airlines are making making bag from the passenger's luggage. I have before me a graph that shows how much money each airline has made specifically just on checked baggage charges. Okay. This is from 2022. This is revenue from 2022. Is number um, one Spirit? Because we're looking at, it's not, but Spirit is uh, among the elites. Yeah. I, so. Should I say Fight Club Airlines? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So price hikes are in the 5 to $10 zone across a range of both domestic and international flights with American Airlines explaining that the raises are a result of inflation, fuel costs, and increased operating costs sure. in a statement to Newsweek. Which That's why planes are blown off the sides of doors because they're doing more maintenance. Yeah, more maintenance. Um, let's unpack. In the last 15 years, airlines, this is by charter, by the way, C-H-A-R-T-R, check them out. In the last 15 years, airlines have increasingly leaned on baggage charges as an opportunity to cash in. Data from the Bureau of Transportation Statistics revealed that U.S. airlines ranked in, to in a total $6.8 in baggage fees in 2022. $6.8 billion in just luggage and baggage fees. With 2023 figures tracker tracking higher than ever over the first nine months of the year, 15 years ago, um, the Bureau of Transportation Statistics attributed just $1.1 billion to baggage fees. Of course, not all airlines lump costly luggage fees into, onto customers. Southwest and its famously generous two-bag policy for example, just made $66 million in bag revenue. That's what I wish I made is bag revenue. Okay. So this graph basically just charts how much they made versus how many passengers they had, right? So if it was a perfect line, it'd be 45 degrees just shooting up straight across the chart. And at and I guess you could Why break it out. Y plus B. Exactly. Like there you go. And and you could you could basically uh, chart this off into quadrants based on, you know, low um, passengers and high back fees, uh, high back so fees, low passengers. Wait, you know what I will say about this, and this says something. Although Spirit Airlines did not make the most money, they have nearly the lowest amount of passengers and almost the most money made in luggage. Of course, <laughs> luggage. Oh, Jesus, that's Christ. why their ticket their tickets are so cheap. Yeah. Because then you can just pay for every single bag. Yeah. Spirit's bag. fucking nuts, man. Like, they they have one of those little... I you've, I you I don't know if you've ever flown Spirit. Uh, no, I have not. Low I refuse to get on a yellow tube in the sky. <laughs> they have, like, one of those... I know a lot of them have it, but the airlines have those little, like, if your bag doesn't fit in this. Yeah. Like, Spirits might as well be a wallet. Like oh, really? if if your bag doesn't fit in here, then it has to be charged. And the very first like bag is like forty five bucks or something nuts. Jesus. And they don't allow carry on. You have to pay extra for a carry on bag. I've had them sometimes where I I use like a CPAP, like a for sleep apnea. I've yeah. had them like tell me, oh, like 
airlines are not supposed to charge for medical. Bro, you know, you could just lose weight and you wouldn't have to use. I that am anymore. losing weight. You fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is I've had them go through and them say like, oh, well, that's not necessary medical equipment. So we're going to charge you $45. And uh, yeah. Um, anyway, this chart goes on to say that um, this is in, it says a thousand million. Is that a billion? Okay. Yeah. Hold on. That's math. Okay. So, um, so it's a billion dollars. So Spear Airlines themselves made, fuck, I guess close to a billion dollars just in baggage. Jesus. While their, while their flight, while the number of passengers was less than 50 million. Holy cow. Yeah. So they're yeah. charging for like every bag. Meanwhile, Southwest Airlines made um, roughly $100 million in checked baggage, and they had over 150 million passengers. So, okay. Yeah, so that makes sense. So we're so moving down so that like, slope. Spirit Airlines is at like the top left quadrant, while Southwest is at the bottom right quadrant, right? So they have the lowest bag fees. Yeah. Or and some of those. Coming in as uh, an airline that I guess probably not many people use at all is Hawaiian Airlines in the bottom left quadrant, which they make little on baggage and don't have many passengers at all. Because, I mean, yeah. Hawaiian Airlines are just to and from Hawaii, I would assume. And at the top right-hand quadrant, meaning they have a fuckload of passengers and they make a fuckload of baggage, is American Airlines. Of course. Yeah. American, um, where's Delta? Is Delta on there? They are, I guess they would be considered kind of in the top right as well. United, Delta, and American, but American by and by and large has the lead on those both in passengers total and baggage funds total. A lot of, a lot of uh, people I know fly American. Uh, I think that's like the, that's the standard kind of airline, uh, yeah. right? Like United, American, and Delta, those are like the general people's airlines whereas spirit is like for people like me yeah um yeah people don't want a chance at roll the dice and southwest um, is like bougie southwest is not bougie it's like the cost provider the low cost provider yeah as they're soon like, as they're right up above spirit they're not in this graph at all but i would say yeah quality meets economy sure yeah um uh as far as if we're just talking straight passengers united and delta have around um a hundred to let's see a hundred uh, we'll just call it 125 million passengers while southwest and american airlines have about 160 million passengers yearly was this does it say the years for this chart anywhere this was a I'm 2022 chart okay i wonder if southwest took a big hit like post all that debacle was that in like 2023 right I don't know. With the winter storms and everything. I don't think so because the them. people that are using Southwest are generally people that don't want to pay the extra for the other airlines and don't want to sink into the spirit realm. What about Alaska? Also, I like how you say that, like sink into the spirit realm. It just immediately, immediately made me think of the never ending story yeah. <laughs> and the fucking horse in the Place mud. Perfectly. You got to get out of there. So, uh, Spirit, Frontier, JetBlue, Alaska, Allegiant are all in the same class as far as amount of passengers. They all have about le they have less than fifty million passengers a year, but a ton of baggage fees. Um, no, they don't. Well, remember, no, because you would think that there's some relationship between, with the exclusion of Southwest, they are a huge outlier here. 
with the exclusion of Southwest, the amount of money they make is a, kind of correlated to the amount of passengers they have, right? Mm-hmm. But they do, I'll tell you, for the amount of passengers they have, they do make a lot in baggage. Like Spirit's yeah. almost at a billion, Frontier's just a little under 800 million, JetBlue's a little over 600 million, all having close to the same amount of passengers every year. Yeah, and I think there's like a, a airline trend that that's kind of becoming, right? Oh, we're going to give you cheap tickets, but we're going right. to make up for that on baggage. Yeah, it's fees. like it's like the Disneyland thing. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. do you want to you want to pay more up front and just not have baggage fees, which is apparently not the case at all since American Airlines uh and United and Delta are just fucking killing it. So, those are yeah. those are the business those are business class people that all want to write off everything that they can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Packages. I got 16 of them. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I got <laughs> I'm moving. I, I chose American Airlines for my moving needs. Yeah. Yeah. I I took a U-Haul to the airport and I yeah. connected with. Yeah. Holy um, fuck. That's funny. But like, it's just like, okay, well, if we want to get rid of that, I guess they could just lump all these costs into the price of a ticket per individual and say, well, it is what it is. I I think that that would cause. See, that's the that's the problem for people like me. If you did that and hit it all in one bill, I probably wouldn't ask questions. But when you go up there and they're like, "Okay, sir, your ticket will be forty nine dollars, and your baggage fees will come out to two hundred and seventy five." Like, <laughs> that's when you're like, oh, "Okay, what the fuck is going on here?" I think yeah. if they just did that, like, and you know, all those other airline companies do that, right? They're equating all that into all their ticket costs, of course. So that's why I, when I, when I fly for work, like we have a contract, uh, with Delta and United. So that's who our, our, Oh, you get bougie seats. No, we can't actually get bougie seats because we can't be seen as getting preferential treatment. So we have to get, I swear they purposely pick like the back of the fucking plane for us. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, we can't. That's, and that's the crazy thing too, is it's like, we have a contract with them but we can't fly bougie because we can't be seen as getting preferential treatment, but we have a fucking contract with them. Right. Like we are already giving preferential treatment to this airline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, whatever, it goes back to the beginning. But you just have to roll stuff. a dice, a public, yeah. a publicly videoed dice rolling. <laughs> Between all whatever, the CEOs from yeah. the airline companies. Whatever, whatever name it lands on, that's the one they're purchasing from in this round. And then next thing you know, conspiracy, it was fucking loaded dice with magnetic whatevers. You better not. And listen, let's not talk about that. That one time that spirit rolled doubles three times in a row and we had to put them in jail. Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. Plus, when the video feed cuts out, you know they're up to some bad shit. Yep, and then as soon as Taylor Swift starts dating one of them, you know that it's fully entrenched. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right, guys. All right. This has been another wonderful broadcast of our (laughs) podcast. Please continue to listen and let your ears bleed freely. Do not contact for medical attention. Just tune in next week, and we'll see you again soon.